I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. Do you ever think about your breath? I don't mean deciding whether you need a tic-tac. I mean the act of breathing. Science divides bodily functions into voluntary and involuntary. For example, the beating of your heart is an involuntary function because you don't have to consciously think about it. Fortunately, your heart keeps beating even when you're sleeping. The movement of your arms and legs, however, is a voluntary function because you can move them just by thinking about them. But what about breathing? It's the only bodily function that is both voluntary and involuntary. You can hold your breath, slow it down, or change the amount of air you take in. But if you don't think about breathing, you keep breathing anyway because breathing is also involuntary. Good thing, considering we each take about 25,000 breaths every day. All this might be interesting, but so what? Breathing is literally and figuratively at the center of everything that makes us human. In English, the Lord's Prayer begins with the words, Our Father. But in Aramaic, the original language of Jesus, the prayer begins, O Thou the breath of life, meaning that on which all life depends. Breathing is life itself. Don't we say that you can breathe life into something? And sometimes you can save someone's life by literally breathing into them. So what made me so interested in good old breathing? A few weeks ago, a friend told me about a book she was reading called Breath. She could hardly believe what this guy was saying about the health benefits of breathing correctly, and she wanted to know what I thought. I'm not a medical person, so I told her I'd ask my MD friend Penny. And to my amazement, Penny said, That's a terrific book. I think everybody should read it. So I immediately ordered a copy. But being too curious to wait for the book to arrive in the mail, I listened to the author on YouTube James Nestor says that many health issues can be resolved simply by breathing correctly. That means breathing through your nose, not your mouth. I'm impressed that nature created our bodies with two breathing passages. In case one gets blocked, you have a backup. According to Nestor, your mouth is that emergency backup, meaning that your mouth should only be used for eating and talking and Speaking for myself, I should probably do less of both of those. Mouth breathing is related to snoring and sleep apnea, both dangerous to your health. Not to mention how annoying it can be to have to listen to someone snoring all night long. Nestor gives lots of simple advice for curing the unhealthy habit of mouth breathing. I've had fun trying what he says, and it's worked for me. Nestor also writes about spiritual teachers who for millennium have known that controlling breath can calm the mind and induce altered states of consciousness. Buddha used breath control in meditation 2,500 years ago, and today it's an important part of many meditative practices. So check out James Nestor's book, Breath, or catch him on YouTube. Also, you might not be able to resist his other book, Get High Now, an encyclopedia of breathing techniques for getting high. 
For example, you can learn about Stan Groff's holotrophic breathing technique to induce altered states of consciousness in place of using psychedelic drugs. So with your next breath, think about what a gift your breath is. Whether you want to quit snoring, get high, or simply calm your mind, just remember, it's all a matter of life and breath. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.